Happy Plant City. WLCC Brandon. Faith Talk Tampa. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Download the Faith Talk Tampa app. Up next is Fresh Wind Radio, sponsored by Love First Christian Center. This program is pre-recorded. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. If your marriage was a restaurant, would you go back? That's convicting, right? Then, then, <laughs> I thought about it, y'all. My wife and I, we are good tippers. But I don't know about you. When my drink don't get filled right, <laughs> it's like a scale in my head. The tip's like this. Oh, food jacked up. Now, Charmaine is, Charmaine is more generous with me because she'll tip a bad server. And we tip everybody, but I said, babe, they can't learn it. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Today's title is entitled, At Your Service. At Your Service, God's Plan. Mm -hmm. Charmaine and I love to go to nice restaurants. Raise your hand if y'all like some good food. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, there are are nice restaurants, and there's nice restaurants with good food. Mm -hmm. And there's some hole in the walls with With good food, food, but no service. Okay, okay. So, but we actually like to have good food and good service. Amen. And uh, one of the key aspects of going to a nice restaurant, like if you don't know, tomorrow's a good night. <laughs> okay, just, just now, if you have not already planned, it's going to be rough. So it's going to be a restaurant at the house. Amen. But you can still make it, right. you can still do some magic there. Yes. But I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> but I realize this it's not just the service, it's the attitude of the server. So uh, we went out to eat uh, at Donovan's last week. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a spot in Winthorpe. It's, they got some good steaks there, and I like the fried lobster. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so what I loved about it was I usually drink lemonade or ginger ale when we go out to eat. And every time my lemonade got to about right here, sister girl came over there and poured it back. I said, uh-oh, uh-oh, she might be we the one. got a real one. I got a real one. And, then, and I, I said, well, let me drink this fast and see how quick she come back. <laughs> You're not right. <laughs> and she came back and filled it up again. And I said, ooh. But I realized I've been to some restaurants. <laughs> and it's like, are you not watching are right. you not paying attention? Almost to the point where you start stacking glasses up. You start cleaning the table up on. You <laughs> We went to a uh, this Chinese restaurant maybe a couple weeks ago, and the lady said, pick a seat. Pick a seat. Which one's clean? Pick a seat. So, you know, we, we, we ain't high maintenance. We, we picked a seat. 
the couple behind us, he went off. Pick a seat. Pick a seat. Should I order my food? Should I go back in the kitchen and cook it too? I mean, what did I come here for? <laughs> he, 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 he was acting a fool. But he sat down and, and, he, and so I said, man, babe, they got poor service here. But we're going to eat and we're going to leave. But we may not come back. And as I, I thought about this, Holy Spirit hit me. Jomo, if your marriage was a restaurant, what kind of service do you give? Wow. I said, Holy Spirit. He says, Jomo, no, hear me, son. If your marriage was a restaurant, would you go back? That's convicting, right? <laughs> then, then, because you know, I thought about it, y'all. My wife and I, we are good tippers. But I don't know about you. When my drink don't get filled right, <laughs> it's like a scale in my head. The tip's like this. Oh, food jacked up. Now, Charmaine is, Charmaine is more generous with me because she'll tip a bad server. And we tip everybody, but I said, babe, they can't learn if you give them that tip. They can't learn. Because they're going to feel like, man, this is how I treat people. No, this is not how you treat people. So, so God said, Jomo, if the cousin's family was your restaurant, mm. what rating would it get Wow! for the service? And I felt so convicted. I said, okay, Lord, let me analyze. So in preparing this sermon, scientists discovered, everyone say scientists. Let me tell you who scientists are. Scientists are people who figured out what God already said. Y'all get that next week. Okay. <laughs> Scientists are people who figure out that what the Bible is saying is true. So, scientists discovered innumerable innate differences between the brains of women and the brains of men. Here's what they found out. The hormonal influence and hardwiring of each spouse is designed to complement and strengthen the other. As a man loves his wife and shows her affection, she is more able and willing to respect and admire him, right. which he is designed to respond by loving her more. Mm -hmm. Love is faster than we proceed to flow out of a marriage that displays these attributes. Come on, baby, stand up, stand up, stand up. Now, the purpose of us being all dolled up today, because y'all know, you know, I don't really wear suits because, you know, I won't put no pressure on people. I just want you to come to church. Just come. Amen. Come as you are. Yes. So here we are. Think of it this way. This is our marriage day. Okay? Okay. We don't spend money we don't got <laughs> to feed people who may not like you. Come on. Mm. Go in debt. So now we stand before all these people and God and say, I take you to be my wife. And I take you to be my husband. Now. For better or worse. For richer or for poor. In sickness and in health. To love. Honor. Cherish. To death. Death. <laughs> do you part. <laughs> Not us. Because <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. You are so special. Ever. 
Here is what we should feel. This is what we should really get out of marriage. Okay. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate you. Do it this time. I ain't do it right last time. So what? Oh, that's what you do. Yeah. It makes it easier because you can no, see. I it. like that. I like what you do. Do 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 mine like that. You want me to do it just like it? <laughs> we gotta do this later. <laughs> we gotta do the opposite later. <laughs> Take it off. <laughs> <laughs> so. What you're really saying is I choose to serve you for the rest of my life. That's right. That's right. The challenge is we spend all our time and energy for an eight-minute vow that you don't even live up to versus understanding that I'm telling God that for the rest of my life, Mm -hmm. I'm at your service. I'm at your service. Because believer, when you say I'm in covenant with you, Mm. that means that I choose to sacrificially serve you, sacrificially love you until we are parted by death. Mm -hmm. This is not how I feel, but this is what I'm going to do. Because you don't always feel it. Right. Well, Pastor, I don't feel like it. Who said it? Where is feeling in the vows? There is no feeling in the vows. That's good. Sit down, Mom. Many people, even Christians, live only to look good versus pleasing. You've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. I'll be back in just a moment with fresh perspective from God's never-changing Hey, radio audience. Pastor Jomo here. I want to first thank you for your faithfulness in listening to our program over the years. We couldn't do it without you. I wanted to come to you personally today to ask you to assist us in a kingdom project. We are expanding our campus with an emphasis on the next generation. We are quadrupling the size of our children's ministry and our team ministry. And we are looking for a partnership from our faithful listeners. Jesus said to Peter in John 21, if you love me, feed my sheep. The world is not going to invest in our young people to hear about Jesus. If you feel led to assist us in this kingdom project, go to our website, lfcc.tv forward slash big give lfcc.tv forward slash big give and give as the Lord leads you. Thank you and remember this. It's only what we do for Christ that will last. God bless you. People often wonder if God still speaks and the answer is yes. The real question is have we tuned in to listen? God has not changed and him wanting to communicate with us has not changed either. Just like he spoke with Adam, God wants to speak with you. Imagine God giving you insight on the direction you need to take in life. In my new book, How to Hear God, 
He still speaks. I'll give you the keys to hearing God's voice. Go to my website, jomocousins.com. Again, jomocousins.com and grab your copy. God bless. Now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousins. The other, we demonstrate Christ's example of putting others first. That's where unity is. When you can put others first, unity is bread. Don't be so concerned about making a good impression and start focusing on meeting the need of your spouse. Philippians chapter 2 is what we're going to teach you on today. Philippians chapter 2. It reads, do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit through factional motives or strife. Uh, I'm going to be a little transparent today. I'll be more at LOP because we got kids in the room. I would actually, actually clean up and have a list of what I did because I was trying to get some. <laughs> now, see, y'all laughing. But see, y'all don't know. Brothers have a count system. It's a count system. In our head, we'd be counting. I did this, I did this, I did this, and this should equal that. <laughs> Do I got any real brothers in here? Do I got any real? See, 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 see? We ain't got no scary people up in here. See? Yeah, I see you, bro. I see you. Yeah, 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 yeah. We actually are calculating in our head. That's why you see brothers be taking y'all out for food. There's an expectation. It's an expectation. That if I buy you food, Am I the only brother that had this expectation? <laughs> you know? If you are dating and you are not married, well, I'm just, do I, not feel obligated. I, I'm, just, I'm not saying to do it. I'm just saying what I thought. Okay, I'm not saying, by the way, I'm not saying it's right. Right. I'm just saying I had a strategy. It's so interesting. I'm so glad that you brought that up because this helps the ladies in the room. Because ladies, how many times have you looked at your spouse when they're giving you the list of things that they've done for the day? And you're thinking, I don't tell you when I wash your clothes, clean the bathroom, cook your meals, go grocery shopping for the meals, put the meal in the car, take it home, put all them groceries away. I don't tell you all that stuff. So now that you've taken out the trash, thanks. Let's get back to the word. <laughs> Going off script and stuff. Stay in the words. <laughs> but, but with an attitude mm-hmm. of humility, being neither arrogant or self-righteous, regard others as more important than yourself. Come on. Selfish, selfishness can ruin a marriage, but genuine humility can build it. Being hu humble involves having a true perspective about ourselves. It is a lot easier to look at somebody else and judge them and see their faults than it is to look at yourself and look at your inner self and judge you because you don't have a problem with you. Everything that you do is right. Is right in your own mind. Because it's logical to you, right? I remember when Joe and I first got married, um, even when we were dating, I would, like, buy him candy, or he would get some type of chocolate bar, like, let's say it's a Snickers, he should love Snickers, and he would eat half of it and then save half for later. So I thought I would help him. I would fix him, right? Because that's what we do, ladies. We fix them, right? And I would eat the other half of his candy bar. 
because I want to show him that he does have money now and he can go buy another one. He doesn't have to save it for later. You can get all your candy bar right now. But what I didn't understand prior to doing that was he was saving his candy bar because growing up he didn't have a lot. So when he would get candy, he needed to ration it out in order for him to have some for later. So understanding him better made me look at it from a different perspective. Sometimes you judge what you don't understand. Right. And until you get an understanding, be mindful how you judge. Right. Because my perspective was from an area of lack. There was a time in my life where most candy bars I got, I stole. Look at y'all judgmental folk. Oh, uh, ooh, he was oh, stealing. He, oh, he stole candy. Yes, I did. The I police could. in the back. Yeah, that's all right. Statue of limitations over with. The sheriff is okay. in the back. They had plenty of candy. The store had plenty of candy. They can share. <laughs> they can share. <laughs> I'm not telling, I'm not advoca- no, advocating. we're not advocating you to steal candy. Or just, you know, we got to put that disclosure because this um, somebody going to be like, my child went and stole candy because they heard it from church. It's not right. And my mom whooped me. I got whooped. You know, What'd that, she say? No, that time. <laughs> that time. Romans 12, 3 reads, mm-hmm. because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Everyone say that's a warning. It's a warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. Mm-hmm. That's what happens in a lot of relationships. I sit down with people and they tell me everything's wrong with the other person, but you never see yourself. Right. Be careful overestimating you. Right. You don't see you because you, you. And oftentimes <laughs> when you're solo, no one confronts you on what's out of order. Right. And oftentimes I've realized marriage is much like sandpaper. It's smoothing you out. Mm. But you don't like how it feels. That's good. So we have to be mindful that we all got some issues. Look, it says, be honest in your evaluation of yourselves. Measuring yourself by faith of God has given us. I said this to a friend. I said, bro, you're not as good as you think. And you're not as bad as you say to you. So I said, you're not as good as you think. And you're not as bad as they say you are. You're somewhere in the middle. Because oftentimes, you know, uh, people will think they're a little better than they are. I said, no, bro, you're selfish. Yeah, you're selfish. Y'all both selfish. And you're nasty. Hey, why you say, no, 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 call it what it is. Mm -hmm. No, because see, all have sinned, all have fallen short of glory. And if you're not constantly working on you, you will put yourself in a bad spot. Right. We're all saved by grace. Mm. We all have a sin nature. So if you're not careful, you will only see the flaws of someone else. Look what it says in verse 4. Do not merely look out for your own personal interests, but also the interests of others. Philippians 4.2 says this. I urge you to odia. Lord Jesus. (laughs) Yodia. You good? Yodia? Yeah. And Satya. To iron out their differences. I've been killing these names. So I apologize for my theologians. No, 
You, you, you good. Ain't okay. No, we ain't, ain't worry about it. No, to no iron out the differences and make up. God doesn't want his children to hold grudges. Say that again. God does not want his children holding grudges. How many people have been in a relationship and they bring up 1862 all the time? Sometimes we don't even realize we're holding grudges. Sometimes we're like literally carrying them on our backs. And you don't see it. You don't see yourself. You don't see how others see you. Paul encourages us to guard against any selfishness, prejudice, jealousy that might lead to dissension. Um, This can also affect the way you serve your spouse and the way you serve just in general. So you want to make sure that if there is any grudge or prejudice or jealousy that you ask God to release you from that. You have to be mindful. This is how the devil works, okay? I'm going to give you a 411 on the devil, okay? Mm-hmm. Galatians 5, 6 says this, faith works through love. Everyone say faith. Faith. Works. Works. Through. Through. Love. Love. Say it again, faith. Faith. Works. Works. Through. Through. Love. So here's what happens. You have an issue with a person. So you say, you know what? I, I just don't like them. I hate them. Whatever it is. Now... The devil got you in a way towards a person. Remember, God is the God of everybody. Right. So even the person you hate, God it's knows God's that child. Too. So guess what you have done? My faith moves the muscle of God. Mm. My faith, it's by faith. We live by faith. They're just by what faith. So what happens, you get an alt with somebody. Now you have cut the switch off to your prayers. Right. You're blocking your blessings. You block by your flow. Holding a because grudge holding against because someone else. Faith works through what? So the enemy's goal is to get you out of love. Right. So when you're out of love, your faith does not. And sometimes we hold grudges and we disguise them as you saying, oh, I'm just trying to work in excellence and they're not. Or, I don't like the way they do X, Y, Z. Or, they think they're better than other people, so you think you're better. But you don't see how you're thinking twisted. Yeah, and the enemy is going to continue to feed into that because he's going to bring you other people to agree with you and uh-huh. amen what you're saying. Boom. So now you have a group of people with a grudge, and, and you guys are all amen in each other, so you don't even see. Got you blind. What and you, and you have to be doing? mindful of this because that's, and it's so subtle how he gets you with it. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, you one of the third of the angels that fell. Right. Didn't even know you got caught up. So we have to be mindful. Everyone say faith. Faith. Works. Works. Through. Through. Love. Love. Now, this young lady right here is a lie. I'm a liar. Not I'm a, a cheater. You know, you're not a liar or a cheater. But you're a lot. <laughs> so, meaning that she could be like she's like a serious T-shirt folder, like to like another degree. I'm like, you know, it's not that serious. It's not that serious to him. And I actually, a couple of months ago, since we were airing out our business on the street. A couple of months ago, I went to him and I was like, oh, I'm about to wash clothes. He said, babe, don't, don't do that. Just take the clothes to the laundromat. 
And we take the clothes to laundromat sometimes, and that's cool. But when you do your own clothes, they smell different. And they're folded the way you want them folded. And they're separated the way you want them separated. You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio.